Welcome to College Prep Confidential, empowering your student with the elite tools they need to get accepted to their dream university. Discover test-taking blueprints from Ivy League professionals, financial aid secrets to get more money for school, and mindset tips for a better college future. Now, please welcome your host, Don Sevcik. Back in the saddle for episode 23, my friends. And this week, let's talk about a crucial thing you must do for your college essay in an episode titled, Do This One Thing on Your College Essay in 8 Seconds or Else. I'm reading a statistic right now which simultaneously blows my mind and makes perfect sense. According to a study from Microsoft, the average human attention span is now 8 seconds. That, my friends, is less than the 9-second attention span of your average goldfish. By the way, in the time it would have taken you to read my last two sentences, you would have passed the 8-second mark. Now, why am I telling you this? Because you have mere seconds to grab the attention of college essay readers. And assuming your college essay title or headline pulls them in, you only have a few seconds left to grip them with your first sentence. It's one of the best pieces of copywriting advice I've ever been given. And it goes like this. As often as possible, start your paragraphs with sentences that hook readers and drive them deeper into the writing. Why? Because after the headline, the first sentence in any paragraph is what gets read most often. After that point, customers or readers usually skip to the next section unless they feel compelled to keep reading. This means your job as a writer is to entice the reader into each segment so they will consume as much of your writing as possible. But this episode, we're talking about the first sentence. That sentence must speak directly to the needs and desires of your audience, and your content must deliver on its promise. Now, journalists call this the lead. And part of the lead is the first sentence or paragraph, which is meant to bring the reader into your writing piece. The goal being, make it irresistible to get your writing read. Now, this simple word of advice makes good writers legendary. With it, you're going to increase readership. And without it, you are finished. It's deceptively plain and easily ignored. We already know if nobody makes it past your headline, nobody will read the rest of your content. And we covered this in a prior episode. So what's the second most important element in your writing after the headline? You've already read it, the first sentence. You see, every piece of writing you'll ever write, articles, ads, blog posts, essays, it must begin with one hell of an opening sentence. The sentence needs to speak to your audience. By the way, remember the eight seconds I talked about at the beginning of the episode? If you lose your reader there, you're going to lose everything. Eight seconds is all you have. Make it count. By the way, 
I heard a great story about the importance of the first line. Years ago, I was reading another article about writing. And there's a guy who loves books. And he said he travels a lot. And even though he reads reviews, he always likes to go and dig into the first piece of the book. And so what he's saying is, if he saw three books which caught his eye as he's running through the airport, he's going to stop in the magazine and bookstore. So the cover's got to catch his eye in the title, obviously. But here's his rule. Whatever two to three books caught his eye while he's running to catch his flight, he'd open to the first page and read the first sentence only. That's it. And the criteria for buying the book while he's running late through the airport was, does this first line stop me in my tracks and make me want to read more? Translation, do I have to know what's happening based on the first line? And if so, he'd grab the book and buy it while running to catch his plane. And this is the type of first sentence you want in your college essay. Imagine you had 10 college admissions officers running late, and they had eight seconds to stop and simply read your first sentence. And the only criteria was, for all the essays piled in front of them, you have to capture their attention on the first sentence. The question for you, my friends, becomes, is your first sentence powerful enough for them to stop Grab your essay and take it with them even though they're running late and have thousands of other essays to worry about. Now that I've stressed the importance of the first sentence in your college essay, let's talk about who to model, who to look towards for inspiration and practice. As I mentioned in prior episodes, I keep a little something called a swipe file. In the swipe file, I keep any writing which catches my eye, headlines, book titles, first sentences, quotes, stories, etc. And in my first sentences section of my swipe file, I've got quotes and layouts from Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest follows a formula, which I'll tell you now. First, Reader's Digest likes to lead off stories with interrupting ideas, a startling statement or a surprising twist. They like to start off with a shocker, as in, oh my God, did they just say that? Sometimes they start with news, current events that are happening right now, fresh in the audience's mind. They'll do a preview, a teaser of what's to come. Sometimes they start with a quote. And finally, they'll lead with a story. It's important for you to study Reader's Digest, because they've been doing this for years, and they're one of the best in the game at it. They understand if somebody is thumbing through the book or an issue, the first sentence has to capture their attention because if they don't, they lose them forever. Now let's walk through a couple of Reader's Digest examples that grab me by the eyeballs and I want to give them to you so you understand who to model when you're practicing and getting better at first sentences. Here's the first one. Along with gravity and potato chips, Tylenol is one of history's great accidental discoveries. Now, here's what I love about this. Why is this sentence so addictive? First, gravity and potato chips don't go together. They they shouldn't be in the same line. And the word accidental and how it ties in with one of the most popular medications 
ever to be put on shelves. Let's look at the second Reader's Digest example. Not to be rude, but 240,000 Americans would be out of work if not for Charles Walgreen's middle finger. Now, this is called a contrast technique to hook the lizard brain in. Now, see what they've done here. They've combined 240,000 Americans and their job prospects with one guy's middle finger. You see, when you first read this, it doesn't register in the brain. The brain has to know more. It's automatically piqued our curiosity. Let's look at example three. When the DNA results came back, even Lucas Anderson thought he might have committed the murder. Now, what's, what's great about this sentence? This is a gripping mystery. The implication is there's a person who didn't commit the murder who now thinks he did based on a test. As a reader, you have to know more. And this is the beauty of what Reader's Digest does. And let's look at the fourth and final example of a Reader's Digest opening sentence. At first, Michael Sorrell did not see the black smoke or flames shooting from the windows of his neighbor's home. Now, why is this sentence powerful? Because we get dropped right into a highly volatile situation. There's no wasting time, no chit-chat. Reader's Digest is jumping right in the middle of it. And readers respect this approach. Now, the first sentence and the power of the first sentence don't just lie with Reader's Digest. Other famous writers take great care and effort to nail the first sentence. In an interview with The Atlantic, Stephen King admits he can spend months or even years on writing the opening lines for a new book. Think about this. A guy who writes thousands of pages spends a majority of his time thinking and crafting the opening sentence. This is a guy who sold millions of books. So when he speaks about writing, we should drop whatever we're doing and listen. Now, another tip you can use for opening sentences is called a pattern interrupt. A pattern interrupt is a technique to change a particular thought, behavior, or situation. I also like to call it redirecting attention. You see, people sit much of their lives in an unconscious daze. Their brain works on autopilot for many things. And one of the tasks the brain looks for is identifying boring or mundane stuff and either ignoring it or breezing through it. You see, the pattern interrupt jolts people out of their slumber state and forces them to pay attention. Examples of this in real life include explosions in movies, somebody in a speech who claps real loud or yells something out, When you're driving along and all of a sudden, out of the middle of nowhere, a car swerves towards you. And finally, a crashing sound in a cafeteria. Pattern interrupts may break focus or help a reader refocus. The idea being, once you set their focus in place, you have their attention. And you bring their attention into the rest of your college essay. Writing provides an opportunity to build pattern interrupts. With college admissions officers breezing through hundreds of essays, you must stand out. And a powerful first sentence with a pattern interrupt does just that. 
Now, here's another tip for your first sentence. Start with a big idea. Another name you may have heard for the big idea is called the hook. The hook is so aptly named because it pulls you in. You must hook the reader to keep their interest going. In a prior episode, I talked about the title or headline of your essay. And the goal of the title or headline is to pull the college admissions officers right into your first sentence. For this episode, once they're at the first sentence, the goal of the first sentence is to pull them into your second sentence, and so on. Now, let's look at a couple examples. There's an old Volkswagen advertisement with a picture of a VW Beetle, and the first sentence of the ad simply says, Lemon. Now, it's not what you'd expect when you see a car ad. Your lizard brain detects a contrast and sends it up to the higher brain levels to analyze. What is the ultimate goal of a first sentence, by the way? You want to make it easier for the reader to continue reading than throw away your piece. I'm going to repeat that because it's probably the most powerful lesson in this episode. You want to make it easier for the reader to continue reading than it is to throw away your piece. This is the effect you want. You want the brain captivated and locked into what you're going to say next. The first sentence should mesmerize the reader and make them crave your next sentence. Here's another piece to make sure you've got a captivating first sentence. A powerful first sentence gets your reader engaged immediately. In journalism, they have an expression, and it's called, don't bury the lead. The lead is the impact or noteworthy item of the story. When you bury the lead, it means you begin a story with mundane details to the reader while postponing the more essential points or facts. Here's a simple test to see if you're burying the lead in your college essay. If you were to cut the first paragraph out, and lead your college essay with the second paragraph, would the story start off with a bang? Or, translation, would your story be more interesting if you led with the second paragraph and eliminated or reordered the first? What about cutting the first two paragraphs and leading with the third? And so on. Your job as a writer is to lead with something impactful, a fact, a shocker, a big idea, a quote, something of vital importance, something that grabs attention and drags the reader by the shirt collar right into your story and keeps them reading. By the way, a powerful first sentence is not limited to your college essays. In prior episodes, I've talked about college admissions officers viewing LinkedIn profiles of college candidates. LinkedIn gives you the opportunity to write blogs and content, and just like the college essay, these blogs and posts give you a chance to get more eyeballs on your profile, more eyeballs from colleges, and it all starts with a powerful first sentence. Now, we've covered a lot in this episode, and I know writing is tough. And even harder is crafting a first sentence which demands to be read. So I've got a special offer for you today. I've written a few books, blog posts, and other articles 
for over 20 years. So here's today's offer for podcast listeners only. I will give a brief review for your college essay, the headline, the first sentence, and the overall structure. And if you want to take advantage of this offer, what you do is you call 1-800-234-2933. That's 1-800-234-2933. Leave your contact information with my assistant and mention the college essay review offer, and I will provide a brief college essay review. The college essay gives you another chance to shine with colleges. So if you're interested, take advantage of this offer. By the way, I have limited spots for the week. One more time, that number is 1-800-234-2933. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. That's all for this episode of College Prep Confidential. To discover how to give your student a better future by increasing financial aid, improving test scores, and reducing stress, visit our website at cpcshow.com. That's cpcshow.com.